people either. Some people call it Barney. I like, like it, Barney. It's, it's a deep fucking purple. Like I think Ford calls it the eggplant. Like eggplant. Yeah, yeah, color. for sure. Yeah. Like I remember my parents, they're, they're real anal about their cars, bought like a little fucking vial of touch-up paint from Ford when they first got it. And it was like eggplant and it sat in our <laughs> refrigerator for years. So it's a 1997. It was my mom's car. It has 185,000 miles on it. So let's both pray to Jehovah that it gets us where we're going and back. Well, it seems to be doing the trick. I mean, you haven't really not showed up for... Oh, wait. <laughs> no, the, we might, that, that was, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, but that was just the ignition went out. And it, yeah, oh, some things are oh, to not, be nothing, nothing crazy. No, 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 no. She's been very, very, very good to me. <laughs> Here she is. Am I driving? <laughs> no, you're not driving. My locks don't work. So here's here's the first thing I try. I try to go to the passenger door and unlock it. <laughs> You're literally doing the Ace Ventura key shake. Shaking his keys and pulling his door handle <laughs> in like no particular order. And it doesn't work. So what I have to do now. <laughs> Crawl through the windows. I unlock oh. the back, back hatch. <laughs> <laughs> Hydraulics don't seem to be working either. This motherfucker almost killed me. <laughs> Jesus When it's below 40 degrees The hydraulics In the back hatch Don't work. It's cold It's like a refrigerator Do you want a strawberry bubbly? I would love a strawberry bubbly Have you had one before? I have had a bubbly the motherfuckers before Motherfuckers are good The strawberry I feel like I'm cheating On our unofficial sponsor LaCroix With bubbly They need to step their game But up. they haven't They haven't responded To my emails my, So My protection <laughs> This dude's got a hatchet That's a small forest axe Motherfucker Alright So we have our bubbly Where are you right, going now? Now I need to come over here And open this up Wait why can't you Now that you've unlocked the door Why can't you go you to You want the rest of Anna Claire's donut? No thank you <laughs> All right, and then I need to let myself. <laughs> Dog, hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Oh, this is a convenient little spot for the mic, though. Hey, there you go. Look at that. That's not bad. Hey. Hey. All right. That might work, dude. Oh, shit. All right. Time for me to grab my bubbly, get my ass in this car. <laughs> All right. Now, a word of warning. Can I adjust the seat? Do they adjust? Yours does. Mine does not. Is it set the way you like it? Yeah, I have so to I use guess the screwdriver. The handle broke off, <laughs> and so when I want, if just for the recline. So if I, I got to make sure my recline's straight, like is there, the way I like it, not straight, like dude, straight, but like straight, like right. I have several questions. The ceiling is definitely one we'll get to, <laughs> uh, um, and all your missing buttons on the steering wheel. But um, I don't know how to cruise control because I don't know. <laughs> There's fucking transistors and capa capacitors showing. Live wires coming out of the steering wheel. It shocked the living hell out of you. Yeah, yeah, with yeah, that. yeah. I don't touch those. I don't touch those. Um, does this car have heat? <laughs> Come on. It's the dead of winter. Kind of. Kind of.
Well, all right. It's no worse than that cold shower, brother. Now, let, let me, let me, hopefully, about one out of ten times it starts right <laughs> away. Oh. Oh, it's going to be a good ride. Oh, shit. It's, it doesn't usually do that. So right. these vents don't work. I mean, like, they kind of do. Um, it has to be on defrost for some reason. Like, it blows cold if it's on any other one. I don't care if the airbag works. Does the seatbelt work? Not the fucking airbag. The air conditioner, like the heater, the air. The no. Oh, no, I know. Yeah, the seatbelts work. Okay, good. Yeah, as far as I know. I haven't really gotten in an accident, in it? All right. Well, don't. <laughs> All right, so. Yeah. What are you doing? Well, I wanted to get the sound. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that. Oh. The the chassis squeaking. <laughs> Wait a second. I mean, I don't know if that's actually what it is. <laughs> yeah, I can hear that motherfucker. <laughs> it's, dude, you know what this reminds me of? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> when I had to go, when I had to take the bus. Let's try to hit this kind of hard. I had to try. I had to take. <laughs> Good lord. That is so loud. <laughs> like, what the fuck is up with your ceiling? Why is it, like, falling apart on me? I have no idea. I honestly don't know what that is from. It just sort of, like, manifested, like, stigmata or some shit at some point. Bubbly. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Yeah. The strawberry some good shit, man. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. It's, it tastes uh, like candy. Yeah, it does. It's good. Zero calories, zero carbs. All smiles. Yeah. The, uh... I don't know what happened to the roof. Um, it's a mystery, man. It's, it's cracking, like cracking. It's falling apart. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm... You know, if I, if I was drinking this bubbly like I normally would drink a LaCroix, which is pouring it into a glass... Yeah. I would be afraid that pieces would fall into my glass, so I guess I'm glad, I guess I'm happy that that we're using the can. You know, it's a smaller target. Yeah, absolutely. I I've never had to worry about it. I will say that you keep this relatively clean. That was kind of a habit that I started working on recently. Um, it's hard to keep cars clean with kids, and then part of me is like, why the fuck do I want to keep it clean? Like, it's, you know. But then I thought. When I get that Tesla or I get that, you know, Range Rover, whatever, <laughs> what the fuck am I, you know, I gotta, I gotta keep it clean, man. I can't be driving a Tesla around with it looking like people riding, wash me. In. You can't go from a, from this to a Tesla. That's like, that's, that's too far of a jump. What? You're it's trying like, to tell me if I woke up tomorrow and was a billionaire for some reason. I think you would miss the purple people leader. Oh, uh, totally. I think totally, you would. Totally. I think you would miss her. You would miss its its groaning. Um, <laughs> the, the ritual of having to use auxiliary doors to get. To <laughs> you, you, people spend money on that, like car alarms and shit. So this is not a car that could be started no. just sticking a screwdriver in there and turning it? No, 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 no. In fact, you, you have to know the secret usually to start the car. The, the God was just smiling on us today. Like, normally you have to put that motherfucker in neutral, start the car, and then put it into gear. Do you know, do you know why it started up? 
yeah, you know why because, God smiled upon us? I do, kind of. Because, so, because we're back. That's we're why. We're back, bitches. Yeah. Yeah. I what? Like to say bitches. Yeah. We say fuck. Why can't yeah, we say bitches? I guess it's different, man. Like yeah, bitches is like connotes it. some sort of like gender. Well, shit. You're, it's like I mean, if you walked in, I'm talking to a to baby shower. That would too. be a problem. But no, this is the in the general sense. We're back, bitches. We're back, bitches. You're taking a different route than we normally take. Yeah, I've, I'm I'm in charge here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess that means that I'm I have to take on like the passenger duties. Yeah, you, uh, I don't have as many options. Are you kidding me? This shit looks like a like an airplane control panel. <laughs> like I got we got switches and gauges and shit. Uh, I guess this is pretty normal. Yeah, I mean it's like a radio and air conditioning. It's not. Like... But yeah, but you know you have shit like I what is this? That is a tape t- player, and but it does have that does not work a CD changer. Oh shit, dude. Yeah, Dude, man. that that was that was a big deal back in the that day. Was a big you were balling if you had a CD changer and a tape deck. You know what I'm saying? And that was 1997. Like that was that was the shit, bruh. Just for a, a quick visual for for y'all listening, his tape deck, or I'm sorry, his CD changer is actually in the center console. Yeah, which has half of the padding and leather on it. It's missing. That's because I ride like this, and my elbow just, like, deteriorated that shit over time. rubbed a hole (laughs) in in the cushion? God damn, dude. (laughs) Yeah. This is great. Well, shit, man. Episode, uh, Call it seven. There's six episodes released, but this is seven. Bro, how does it feel for you to be back. I feel like a, a little kid again. Me too. I was um, I was missing out on it. It's uh fun to. It's fun to be in the car with you, man. Talking shit and swallowing spit. Yeah, this is good. Shooting yeah. the shooting the breezes, they say. <laughs> yeah, right. I wore the uh, the jacket that's not meant for podcasting. Yeah. But I could take it off easier this time around. It, it gives it some character, like all the weird noises and shit, like. It gives it character. You fuck with smoothies? I do, but what smoothie can you fuck with if you're on keto? I don't know, some coconut shit. Maybe some, like, peanut butter, coconut, MCT oil, exogenous ketone. That sounds terrible. Exogenous. <laughs> yeah. That sounds bad. Um, I'm sure you can fit. Oh, you... Oh, People throw avocados in uh, in smoothies. There's nothing that sounds worse to me than a fucking coconut avocado smoothie. Like people, people drink that shit. You wanna know why people drink that shit? Cause it's a blast of fucking sugar. That's why people drink that shit. Cause it tastes good. Like it's like if you fill it with a bunch of fat, nobody's gonna want to oh, drink it. Like it's all yeah yeah yeah. That's what you're saying. Like <laughs> the whole point the of whole, a smoothie the is it's why, sugar. The reason why I'm I'm gonna order it is just so I can suck down some candy. Exactly. Right. It's nature's candy, though, so it's okay. But I thought those were raisins. It's still the same. I mean, so anyways, yeah, it does feel good to be back. Juice Company. Franklin Juice Company. See what was these, that? Maybe these places. In, oh. They're everywhere. All these juicers. What the fuck? What was that one called? Uh, oh, we're on 12 South. Grabba. Grabba. Grab. It was something about Grabba Juice. Like, uh, nah. It is, that's what it's called. 
Yeah, was it was, it was Grabago or something like Grabagreen. 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 Oh yeah, don't even get me started with like spinach and kale and shit in a drink. Like I don't even want to eat that shit, let alone. Is this guy gonna turn? Uh, there's or is somebody this doing road work and shit up there. Oh. What do you think about a bird episode? Do you think that's possible, or do you think there'd be too much wind? Dude, where there's a will away, there's a way. Like, you want to give that one another shot? Where there's a will, <laughs> there is a way. Like, you watch on TV and shit, and the people are riding scooters around town, and like, you know, they even record people riding motorcycles. Like, come on. I see you looking to see if there's any pieces of my ceiling in there. I'm just making sure. That uh, to pop shit. See, that was so <laughs> oh, that's easy. Right. You can't touch it, man. It's like yeah, I did. I'm I, always yelling. I did fuck at with the design. My kids. <laughs> that's nature's design. My kids like try to pull, pull put more holes in it because they're like it's already got holes in it. <laughs> I'm over and here I'm the like, same. <laughs> like you turn, I'm like digging <laughs> yeah. my finger into the ceiling. Yeah, I'm like stop touching it. Goddamn it! I don't want any more <laughs> holes in it. <laughs> They're like, but daddy, it's like one big hole. And I'm like, but I don't want another one. I'm over here trying to make buttons pop off and shit, like turning tiles, hoping That's something right. falls off. Hey, you I know don't what, want though? Listen to that engine. Damn. That's hers. It purrs. It doesn't knock. It does It does not knock. Nope. So what have you been doing for two months on this hiatus that... Um... Spending a lot of time with family, I think, uh, kind of just getting my my mind right. I have yeah. uh, I have a lot of lofty goals for this year, my friend. Yeah, is that um something you want to share with the world or keep it inside? Yeah, once I figure out what those are, <laughs> I'll share with everybody. <laughs> I said it, and then I was like, oh shit, I don't even know what I'm talking about. I've got a vague idea of what I want. I mean, I do. I I, have, I, I, I do have a general idea of what I want, and. Uh, on, on top of that, you know, um, I know you've been <clears throat> kind of putting together like a thought experiment around the will. I think that's more interesting, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Talk about that because I know we've had some conversations around that and talking about maybe some new projects that we want to expand out to. Um, so I'm going to pass the ball to you for you to talk about that shit. Yeah, so... So this is part of the reason why I love this car. Like, people are like, I hate my car. And, you know, they want to buy new cars and shit like that. I love this car because this car is like the cold, which I'll get into. This car is a great teacher, right? Like, like it's a teacher of humility. I can't pull up at my kid's motherfucking school. I can't pull up in front of Cummins Station. And, I mean, I can think I'm the shit because I do think I'm the shit. But you got to be another level of shit when you can pull up in this car and still be like, "I've arrived." What's up? <laughs> yeah, like, I will say, know? I will say that this car, whenever you arrive somewhere, is bound to turn at least a head or two, <laughs> only because of the sound that it makes when it stops. <laughs> and I pull into my kid's school with like their parents are driving fucking Teslas and Mercedes and Range Rovers and all this kind of shit. So, yeah, which coincidentally, we're going to pass it here in a second. The school? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I'll show you where it broke down one evening a couple weeks ago. <laughs> All right. So, it's sort of an exercise in humility, right? Like, I can't get... If I need to earn my britches, 
I can't get bigger than them. And so one of the things is, like, you, you have a car that squeaks and all this kind of stuff. Uh, it's hard to act like you're the shit. Like, you got to have a little humility. Then another thing is the inconvenient shit in it, like, that I have to open three doors before I can get to my door or, uh, you know, having to park in neutral and all that kind of stuff. To just start it. I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like an inconvenience. And so I was thinking over our hiatus about this, like <laughs> our sabbatical, our sabbatical. I, I never have felt like, like I've always wanted to, um, you set your mind on something like I want to record 100 Road Rants episodes you get a couple episodes in, you know, maybe your episodes are doing really well or some shit, and, and you know, then the drudgery, once you start hitting your stride... Wait, you're using it. us for this example? I mean, I'm not saying this is a real example, I'm saying just use it as an example, like, hypothetically speaking. Yeah, but I guess, I mean, we could be real here. Okay, goddammit. Okay, you want to be real? That's, yeah, we might All as right. well. We're bringing levity to real shit, right? Right. Alright, so, so you make it six episodes in... The first episodes have a lot of listens. We're real excited to get stuff out. And then you release one that's maybe, like, doesn't get as many listens. We still want to do it, right? And we still want to make a podcast and make content. And, you know, content in any way. Like, writing, podcasting, video. Um, but how many people ever stick with it, right? Right. Like, I mean, how many people ever stick with anything? Like, how many people ever stick with losing weight? How many people ever stick with... They say, I'm going to learn to program or some shit. They, they don't do it. Or... I learn a language. I'm I want to learn a language. Yeah, I'm going to start a business. It's all these kind of things. And it's interesting to me that you want something, but you can't do it. Yeah. I mean, it comes down to... Obviously, I mean, I, I, we've been talking about this for a while. So, like, um, mindset, right? Mindset... I feel like that's surface level. Obviously, we can get deeper on that, but um, it, it all comes down to... Is this, is this their school? No, it's up here. Oh. Uh, it comes down... Fuck, what was I saying? Oh, endurance. It's not just mindset. Oh, it's, yeah. It comes down to endurance. Like, the ability to keep going. Totally. Even if you stop, you got to keep going. Totally. Reps, so, right? Reps. Reps. And, and it's... One thing that I realized, and this kind of all brought it together during our sabbatical. This is their school. So my car broke down in the hookup lane right here. (laughs) (laughs) What an inconvenience for the rest of the crew. And you're over here probably like grinning and shit. Uh, Well, it was kind of embarrassing, but I just had to deal with it. <laughs> uh, but that's the beauty of it. It gets me in like situations that I don't want to be in, which brings me to what we're talking about now. So like you're right, it's not mindset, it's endurance. And what most people call it, I think, is discipline. Like uh, discipline is making c- consistently making the decisions regardless of how you feel. And so it changed one day. I remember I, I, I messaged you like I watched this YouTube video of this guy named David Goggins and um He's like this decorated Navy SEAL. He's been through Army Ranger School, and he's run I don't know how many ultra marathons at this point. If there were ever, if there was ever like a android walking among us or a fucking alien walking among us, it would be David Goggins. 
nerves of steel, of course, right? Navy SEAL. Yeah. But his dedication to his own discipline is insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just, hey, I have a goal. I'm going to set out to do it. It's not that. It's going the opposite of, I I don't feel like running, so I think I'll just do that. Exactly, like, exactly. How can I make myself the most uncomfortable so that enough to where I feel comfortable in that situation? Well, well, so that was the missing piece of the puzzle for me where um, I, I realized when I listened to him and I immediately bought his book and uh, one of the things he talks about is he says, we're not going to do it unless it sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not going to do it unless it sucks. He said, most people want to run away from discomfort. They want to run away from suffering. And I'm not talking like genocide and shit like that, but just like uh, taking a cold shower is fucking uncomfortable. Uh, Forgoing the donut is uncomfortable. Fasting for a certain amount of time is uncomfortable. We all want this comfort. We're all seeking comfort. We don't want to get up off our ass to go get or to make our own fucking food. We want to order it and have somebody bring it to us. We don't want all kinds of things that we don't want to do. We don't want to walk somewhere, so we, you know. And you know what's crazy about all that? You can think of, uh, everything you described is essentially things that have an end that people want. Like you described, people want food brought to them. Yeah. Right? So, obviously, they're hungry. Yep. Um, Like, if somebody that has to walk, they have a place to get to. Yep. Or, if somebody wants to lose weight, they have shit that they got into. Yep. We're not even talking about that. We're talking about going beyond that. We're talking about doing something for the sheer sake of putting yourself in the shit. Because you don't want to do it. So, yes, and you're exactly right. So, this was like my big insight with David Goggins. I love that you brought it that way. Is this is this where you live? Hell no, dude. My house looks like my car. <laughs> <laughs> No, it doesn't. Nah, it doesn't. The fuck out of here. Does it, <laughs> does it squeak and shake? <laughs> no, or some window no, to no, get no. in? Okay, then. See? Yeah, yeah all right. Good point. All right, so... <laughs> so I realized... There, so there's a couple reasons why... We did an episode on how I was able to lose weight, and I gave, like, a bunch of, like, what I thought I did to lose it. Back Yeah, in, but episode four... Four? Yeah, it was four. Yeah, so then that, that's the stuff that I actually did, like physically in the world did. That's the, like tactics. Yeah, tactics. But then I started thinking with, in with the, the Goggins thing, it was that I have always kind of embraced discomfort, like, but not for any real reason other than I thought it, it would make me tougher or right, something right, like right, that. Right, 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 uh, right. We talked about this. Yeah. Yeah, about like I would lean in is one of your favorite expressions <laughs> yeah. I would lean into discomfort when I felt like I had to yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah so yeah, like yeah. kind of to get ahead of it right so it's actually seeking it out that we're talking yeah, about yeah in the military where I was you know we're doing an exercise I'm in full chem gear and it's 40 below outside and I remember shifting my mentality to well if if you just kind of immerse yourself in where, where you are and what you're doing yeah completely changed your scenario right which I understand 
but even still, we're not talking about the same thing. Yep. I was forced to be in that situation. Yep. I would never seek out that situation. Yep. If I wanted to do winter survival training, right? Yep. That's still so then I can go ahead and, and get certified. Right. Right? So then I know what's coming. I do it for however long it is, and then that's it. Still not talking about that. Right. So here's the insight, and we are there is an end. That's that's the, you're right that David Goggins seeks out discomfort, like going through Hell Week three different times, or running a fucking hundred mile ultra marathon without training for it. He does those things, you know, for the for the discomfort. But the I, the, the the thing behind it is. I, I've started. We've talked about this a little bit. I've started taking cold showers, and when it's January and 36 degrees outside, your water is fucking cold. The water is just sitting, sitting in those pipes, ready to. Yeah. It's like needles coming out of that shower. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And and the first time you do it ever, if if the water is cold enough, you like automatically start hyperventilating. Right. Like you're just like you jump in and you're like, <gasps> and it's so weird because it it feels like you can't control it. It feels like it's just something that your body's doing. Anyways, David Goggins made me think. He's right. I've been spending my life, even even my life, where I, I take on way more discomfort than I think most people do voluntarily. Probably because of like the stoicism stuff that I've read, and you know, just right. thinking about it a little bit. For sure. But I never realized that what you're really doing is learning to control your mind. Yes. You know, like totally, totally controlling your mind because. What we see, what I notice if I stand back from myself and watch my mind is it seeks comfort and avoids discomfort. And it's like clockwork. It's like, um, I want convenience. I don't want to feel negative feelings. Almost all of my actions and everything are designed by my mind, not by me, which are two distinct things, to steer me into immediate instant gratification and comfort. Explain what you mean by by my mind, not me. Yeah, so it's the point of meditation, and I think we talked about this in episode one, maybe, is that um, the whole point of meditation is you sit down, you don't have to sit down, but, but most people say sit down and observe your mind. And when it starts, you know, you could just let it go wherever it, it wants to go, but watch everything that's going on without getting involved in it. And ultimately, you want to be able to pacify your mind so it calms down, so you don't have really any thoughts going through it. And if there are thoughts going through it, uh, you just watch them and let them go. And then so, this whole idea that you can watch your thoughts and your feelings, that you can observe them, that you experience them, means that they're not you, right? I have a quote. Okay. Oh, shit! There is nothing more important to true growth than realizing that you are not the voice of the mind. You are the one who hears it. Michael Singer. Yeah, he's one of my favorites. Michael Singer, The Untethered Soul, incredible book. It, it, it really is a mind changer. Like, it is a life changer because you perceive your world in a completely different way. You perceive yourself in a different from a different angle, which is really weird if, you, if you've never been able to do that. I mean, remember you used to talk to me about stepping back. Yeah. And, you know, it made sense to me. I understood the words you were saying, but I didn't truly get what you were saying. Right. Until I finally started going through this exercise of of seeing my mind as as a 
almost like a separate entity that it created. is a separate entity. We I said I told you this earlier. Vim Hoff, who people should look him up too because he's super interesting. The guys run like marathons in the Himalayas, naked, naked. <laughs> like he has world records for uh, staying in ice for for the most amount of time. Uh, all kinds of stuff, like like also like holding his breath for like five minutes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So he's just a freak of nature. I mean, not really though. He's just he's just Somebody a really strong, disciplined dude. Right, right. And um, he said the cold is a, is the best teacher. And so I put all of this David Goggins and Vim Hof stuff. It kind of hit me, just square in the jaw one day in November, where. I realized that I'd been avoiding discomfort, like, in the modern world, we value comfort, and I mean that in, like, you know how companies come up with their core values and shit, like, integrity and customer success and, you know, all this kind of shit? Sure. Like, I mean, in terms of core values, we tend, in America especially, but in the Western world, I think in general, value comfort. comfort. Uh, Like, people look at you, if you want discomfort like you're fucking insane yeah you know what along with those values i would add um path of least resistance so totally easy yes right they call that efficiency yes but it, it's just well this this makes it so i don't have to get up this bed <laughs> this bed just gets up for me like i don't know if you've seen tom Segura's bit on that but uh-huh. soon enough we won't have to get up to feed ourselves. It's like, like yeah, right? You know, it's like, like, we're trying to get rid of all this work for what? Like, what are we going to do after that? <laughs> yeah, like, once we figured out how to be the laziest ever, <laughs> yeah. like, what does that, what do we do? What do you, you know what you do? And this is the, this is the thing that I realized. You consume. Yeah. We want to free ourselves up so we can consume you know generally. I mean? Most people, some people say, no, make stuff, which I, I think that's great in a way. I mean, we're making something right now, and I agree with that. But all this comfort and, and, and convenience and stuff just leads the way for you to be a passive consumer. Like the the ultimate consumer. The ultimate Because there's nothing consumer. left. It's like because production th- requires you to do, right? Right. Consumption doesn't require you. I mean, you can say like, well, I have to type the URL I want to go to in my browser. And I have to chew the food and swallow <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, right. Like, like, you know, and that's the, you know, that's the problem with like the keto diet and the problem with intermittent fasting is that, or fasting in general, if it's not for religious purposes, is that they become, they become crutches, tools to readjust everything that you've sort of given up, right? So, like, let's say, all right, now I'm uh, this super lazy guy, gain a bunch of weight. Well, now I want to do keto so then I can lose it because keto seems easy. Right. And that's why it doesn't work. Right. Because if I'm not disciplined, if I don't have a disciplined mindset, then I'm not going to, I'm not going to fulfill my goals because I'm I'm not going to actually be doing keto. Or I'm not going to, I'm going to say, I'm not eating lunch today. Yep. And then the next day I just, or like for lunch, I just gorge out on a big bowl of pasta or something. Yes. Right? Your mentality, it it like changes the way you think. And that's obviously not sustainable. Whereas we talked earlier about, you're right. 
we talked about comfort in the path of least resistance being like literally values that we make decisions by as Westerners in general and people that live in an oligarchy essentially like like where it's ruled by companies and it's it's designed to get you to consume however necessary comfort in convenience and all this stuff is listed is lifted up like to the level of a morality and yeah. what I what I saw when I I put the missing piece of the puzzle together when I encountered David Goggins for the first time is that what you need to do in, instead is figure out a way to change your perspective and see the value of the opposite of those things discomfort inconvenience these things your mind is going to scream no Jake put a fucking jacket on don't take that cold shower eat that pizza your mind's going to be screaming that stuff my but, mind screams eat that pizza 24-7 right and that, that's the whole point is you got to learn to love saying you're not in control here you don't tell me what to do you don't tell, I me, tell what me what to, to do, do motherfucker I tell I'll eat me the what pepperonis to do. off that motherfucking pizza but I won't eat the pizza yes yeah yeah you got to learn to love that discomfort uh, and Something that you've been doing, you ask yourself, what do I not feel like doing right now? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's been working fantastically. And and then you have your small list that you come up with, and then you do it. That's, that's commendable. I think a lot of people would probably say, that's dumb. Like, yeah. Why are you doing that? Yeah. Like, what do I not feel like doing today? Um, going for a run. Yeah. Cleaning my house. Yeah. My cleaning out my car, or sending that batch of emails that I need to be sending out, or whatever. Like those are all like people can understand those. Which wait, that's funny. Watch this. Watch this. This is perfect reason why. Look, I didn't ask you what do I not want to do. Right. Because there's all kinds of shit I just don't want to do and I don't care to do. When you asked yourself just now, even though it was in the guise of like like an example of what what you would say mm-hmm. uh, you said uh, you asked yourself essentially what do I not feel like doing and look at the stuff that came up running sending out a batch of email for your work mm-hmm. and what was the other one I don't remember those are all things you should do and you know you should do it right but you don't want yeah, to yeah. or feel like doing it and you'll procrastinate you got me you, I literally did just unknowingly like subconsciously list out some shit the shit that I that, that I need to do the things that I know I should be doing that I haven't done exactly so it is actually quite easy like the brain will tell you yeah what you, what just, you, what you should be getting to it's like a it, it, I, there, there's a good book called the one thing and it's called a focusing question like you ask yourself the single question that's supposed to root out shit that you you need to do or work on or whatever um, and I found that was a beautiful one because I woke up the first morning I did it and this might sound bad but I said alright Jake what do you not feel like doing today and it was like a weekend and weekends when you have kids especially young kids are not a vacation they're not like I would honestly and I love my kids and I cherish my time but I would almost rather be at work at times because it's a lot it's not nearly as much work as you know having kids all day sure. long yeah and so I woke up Saturday morning and my room was a fucking mess, like all kinds of stuff. And I was like, what do I not feel like doing today? And I said, I definitely don't feel like cleaning my room. 
I, the carpets needed to be cleaned and I'd been putting it off for weeks. I was like, I definitely don't want to do the carpets. Honestly, and, and you have to be real with yourself because I was like, I really don't feel like playing with my kids. Like, yeah. I just want them to occupy themselves and this and that. And then I was like, and I don't want to cook my one keto meal that I eat a day. And I don't want to take that cold shower that I've been taking. Or not, I don't want, I don't feel like doing any of this stuff. And I wrote that entire list down. And I looked at that list and I said, that is the shit I need to do. <laughs> and then, and then I, I, I found another valuable part of it, kind of like the yin and the yang, is uh, I also asked myself, what do you feel like doing today? And you know what it was? I wanted to stare at my computer and research shit. I wanted to play video games. I wanted to be alone. That's what I felt like doing. Mm. Like I wanted to sit down, strap in, and go down internet rabbit holes and play video games. That's what I wanted to do. That's what, or not what I wanted. That's what I felt like doing. And I've done that many days. Like that's all I've done. Like I wake up, get on the computer, and then fucking next thing I know, it's okay. So I mean, you you told you asked yourself, what do I not want to do? And then you got to work, right? I got to work. I said that's the shit I need to do. So how did you feel after you got done with that list? Invigorated, uh, empowered. And you, your kids got some some dad time in, like yes. you know you you. I'm sure you. We I'm played sure games you, I'm together. Sure you enjoyed shit. your time. Absolutely. Once it, it was starting at that that I didn't want to do. Yeah, it's that's the key. Yeah, that's the key. You yeah. never want to start some shit that you yeah. don't want to do or you don't feel it. Because that's the difference between not wanting to do something and not feeling like you want to do something. Yeah. Because the not feeling like you want to do something is. It's it's shit that they, that just you should do, but you know that it's a good thing to do. Yeah. Right. Uh, things that you don't want to do are, you know, that that's that's a big ass bucket that I'm, <laughs> right. not, I'm not gonna go through. But once it, it's the starting, that's the shit that people don't like. That's the yeah. hump. And the, the cold showers have really helped with that because I noticed that the feeling that I get at night before bed I don't care if it's and I've done this for about a month I don't care if it's 9 o'clock at night I don't care if it's 3 o'clock in the morning and I'm fucking exhausted I take a cold shower before I go to bed and the reason I do this is because I use it as an opportunity to watch my mind when I really 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 don't feel like doing something and I turn the cold water on and in the winter it's horrible the water's like probably in the 30s and I've, I've done it so many times that I know what it's going to be like it's not pleasant and I sit there and I think god this is going to fucking suck I don't feel like doing this at all and I watch my mind I watch what it does it, it tries to talk me out of it it says Jake you can take this day off just get back to it tomorrow. It says... Nobody's going to call you a bitch. Yeah. Just do it. Yep. 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 And it, and Nobody's going to know. And there's a feeling of dread. Like like a feeling of dread. Like, oh, God. I. It's not like my mind's saying anything. It's just that repulsive feeling where you, you don't know, want to do something. You know what's like, worse than that dread? Huh? The dread of, doing, uh, of getting started of something that you should be doing. The feeling that comes... After you have not done something you should have done. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes, it, yes, it's, yes, yes. it's then now a combination of dread and shame. And that yep. feeling is terrible. Yep. You look back and you think of all the things that you should have done 
that day and now you're whether you're behind or not yep if you if you give your time if you give yourself time and you think about it that's why people shut that shit out because they yep. don't want to think about it they don't want to yep. think about the things that they're not doing that they should be doing yep. because it gives them that terrible feeling in their gut yep and when you when you combine that with the dread of getting started yep i despise that feeling and i use that as my as my fuel like my reminder cuz i t- i talk to you about forgetting to do things right I I don't know if this is uh, some subconscious thing or I just truly forget like to do some shit that I'm supposed to be doing but my reminders are thinking of how am I gonna feel when I eat that bowl of macaroni and cheese how am I gonna feel when um, I go a week without working out when I had a plan when I had a plan to to go like Monday through Friday working out and then I didn't do it at all I feel like shit man like that really weighs on me so I try to use that as kind of like the end you know know, the end end in mind you're breaking commitments yeah you're right so then I kind of like and then I work backwards and and back to my to my starting point present time and I say ah fuck I gotta get started yep Uh, so that's my little trick for myself because I tend to it's like my mind kind of just shuts it off so then it like protects me. And yeah, dude, I'm I am very much a creature of comfort. Comfort. You ask Jen, does Freddie like to be pampered? Fuck yes. <laughs> Do I like to take baths with Epsom salt? <laughs> On the daily, bro. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I sit oh, there, I sit there reading a book. I'm I'm truly <laughs> like a if I just think of, oh, what am I going to do when I get home? The, what are the first things that come up? I'm going to eat. I'm going to hang out with the wife. Play with the kids. And when I mean play with the kids, I mean like playing Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Something that I want to do. Yeah, you're not actually getting on the fucking floor because everybody knows that <laughs> sucks. <laughs> well, well, I mean, they're yeah. older. Like, they're yeah, older. Really... So, um, and then... Um, and then getting a snack, watching Curb, going to sleep. Yeah. Come on, man. That is a bad, bad habit. Like, playing with the kids, of course, is great. But you know what? Like, I can do other things with the kids that are more productive for them. Yeah. More productive for me. Uh, like wrestling. Yeah. They, they'll, they'll get down and wrestle with me for ha- for an hour if I let them. Yeah. I'll be fucking dead, yo. Yeah. Rain's getting strong. Yeah, he's going to whoop your ass soon. I, uh, but the thing is, you know, like I could be doing those things. I can make the little tweaks. I can make those these little changes. Um, but I simply forget because I already have like my default setting is no do the fun, comfortable things. Yeah, I've always been looking for like the one habit that, and this kind of I think was something I learned from that. I mentioned it earlier, the one thing, but um, the like the anchor habit. Yeah, like kind of a keystone habit. Like, but what we're really trying to do is change our mentality. Like, we all want to. When somebody comes up and is like, "How do I lose weight?" Right? Generally, people don't want to know what you actually did to lose weight. Like, they don't want to hear that. Well, I fasted for a long time. Like, I did intermittent fasting. I consistently and constantly kept my carbs, you know, at a certain level. Or, um, 
you know, I didn't go out and drink. I gave up alcohol. People don't want to hear that shit. What they want to hear... <laughs> they're like, nah, never mind. <laughs> yeah, right. What they want to hear is... They're, what they're asking is, how do I feel like wanting to lose weight? Or how do I feel like doing what it takes to lose weight? Or, or even better, if they're truly asking, they want you to give them some secret that they yeah. haven't heard before. Which makes it easy and feel good. And what, but what they mean implicitly by secret is easy and comfortable. Like, lose weight without trying. I think no, co- it's, co- it's fucking co- important to understand that Cocaine or crack, I think, can get you there. All of this shit can. That's the easy route. If you really want to do something, you're going to have to go through discomfort. And the more comfortable you are with dis- discomfort, the more comfortable you are with telling your mind to fuck off that you're going to eat this or you're not going to eat that or you're going to get up and run today then the easier shit will be for you only then like this, all this that has sh- been both instructional and motivational <laughs> <laughs> sorry i get passionate about this shit you're uh yeah you were doing your like political hands you were doing <laughs> you were not a not necessarily a fist or pointing but you were like <laughs> well what we got to do is <laughs> yeah 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 you're right you're right and and i have been wishy-washy along this 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 journey you have been consistent I've worked really hard to be able to get to be consistent like uh, but it's important it's important to talk about results yeah um, just recently I, you know Jen and I have been very um, strict about getting home and working out so we do we do this body weight workout and uh, you know we're she's She's starting dinner by the time I get home, and it's um, keto-friendly. Now, it's up to me when I'm not at home to, to stick with that shit. Right. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I've am i lost, like, five pounds. Nice. Yeah. I can lose five pounds taking the shit. <laughs> it's not... I don't know. You know, like, um, you know how we talk about, like, you should we should be weighing ourselves, like, week by week, so then we know... That we're not getting some sort of false positive here with like uh, water weight and things like yeah, fluctuation, yeah, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I think I, so. I've lost five pounds total. I would like for you to tell people how much weight you've lost. Just just in this little stint that that we weren't doing. Probably like twenty five pounds. <laughs> it's amazing. It, it was the plan. It was the plan. <laughs> like I say, I'm gonna lose twenty five pounds. I go through the things that I need to do to do it. And then when it happens, people are surprised. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, so like 25 pounds. Um, yeah, I mean, part of it is that I've always wanted to get to a healthy weight and have just crazy amounts of energy and be healthy and all of that kind of stuff. So, Isn't it crazy how your mind will still fuck with you, though? Like, you right now and you tell me how you have that superman feels yeah right like you feel very energetic your mind is clear sharp um and then and then you see a donut your mind will still even if you're like very disciplined you're still like ooh, that donut looks good yes like even that's what though you have to your fight. body is at its peak yep. like you're willing to sacrifice how good you feel for five minutes of something that's decent tasting and then feeling like shit. And that's why David Goggins does what he does. 
We did it again. <laughs> did oh, it perfect, again. Perfect wrap-up, getting into the parking lot. Y'all hear this beep. Jake and I are so excited to be back. Yeah, I love it, man. I love it. We just got to stay consistent. Stay consistent. Have fun. Plan. Well, brother. Structure and shit. This has been Discipline. It. <laughs> it doesn't work. So Jake just put this <laughs> this behemoth in park, and the motherfucker kept on going and almost went through this chain link fence. That's what I was talking about. So when we when we come out and try to restart this, it's not gonna start. How exciting! So so what you have to I do look, is look you, you have to, to you got to get it in neutral. <laughs> you got to pull it back, and then you got to put some elbow grease into it. But it's a finesse thing. Like you don't want to do it too hard to break the car. Oh, oh, to put it to actually put it in part. Yeah, and then but some, it's really finicky. The, so the something. emergency brake also helps. Well, I don't trust it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, or, I, it, I, I I built the habit so when I'm parked somewhere, it won't roll and hit another car. That's because I don't want to have to do a hit and run. Because <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> so we decided. To add a little structure to the outro, to frame it in term of in terms of a question, yeah, we've listened to the episode both three times, and we've realized what, what we what we realized was that because we're so close to the conversation, we can't always absorb the points that we're making to each other. So we both have some takeaways from this episode that we wanted to share with you guys. So then you had something to take away with you as well. Yeah, tie a nice little bow on the episode for you. Mr. Jake the Snake, what would, what would you say your takeaway from, from this particular episode is? Um, sorry, I don't want to kill us. Oh yeah, no, concentrate. Look at look what he's doing. I think he's trying to like bathe that truck in exhaust. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, I think he was trying to do that because he was pissed that 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 guy was stopped. stopped. Yeah. I'd love to see some road rage. I think we just saw a little bit of it. Yeah. But But you mean like retaliation? Yeah. Yeah, me too. So my takeaway, see, I I was going back and forth between whether I could distill it down into just one or if it should be more. Um, So... My biggest takeaway is that I am absolutely ecstatic that we are entering season two uh, road rants, but I don't think that's what you're asking for, the value. My biggest takeaway, if I had to say, like, in terms of the material, would be when we were talking about David Goggins, and you kept bringing back to the point that he was going through all this discomfort and actively seeking out pain for no other reason than because it makes him grow. Like, like he basically sought discomfort for the sake of discomfort. Yes. My takeaway is twofold and it's similar. Um... While you were talking about, you know, Goggins immersing himself in discomfort, 
doing the things that he that he hates. So the reason why I was trying to drive home that point is because I, I want to distinguish between doing something uncomfortable and accepting it and doing something uncomfortable when you don't have to. But what you drove home and what I heard you say was that he does it so he has control over his his mindset. Right. So no matter what situation he's in, he could just tap into that immediately. Yep. And a lot of times he talks about when he's in the worst situation, when his hands are peeling raw or when he's in the shit when he was a Navy SEAL, he would always remind himself what he had been through. And that is something that that any of us can do one, from a mentality standpoint, but two, if you're actively seeking discomfort, think of all the things that you could tap into and be like, you know what? This is nothing. Right. I, I, I thrive in discomfort. I'm anti-fragile. Yes. The second part is you. You're literally doing that shit right now. Yeah. I, again, there's a, there is a distinct difference between you and I. I am able to go through uh, uncomfortable situations and um, immerse myself and quickly switch my mindset when I'm when I'm surrounded by discomfort. But I don't seek it out. But you are asking yourself, what can I do right now that I don't feel like doing? What don't I feel like doing right now? For an example, I texted Freddie last night when I was about to take my cold shower and I really, really did not want to do it. I was tired. My daughter had been up all night the night before so I had like three hours of sleep and I didn't want to take my shower that night and I always do it for five minutes. And I texted Freddie. I said, I'm about to jump in this motherfucker for ten minutes <laughs> because yeah. I don't want to. Man, and, and the, the when I saw that, like the first thing I thought was... I haven't had anyone text me they're about to jump into the shower in a very long time. <laughs> but also, you're tough, dude. And I think that that's not, that's the point. Like, you are, you're, you're strengthening, yeah, your body, body's reaction to um, austere environments. <laughs> but you're also hardening your mind. Like, yeah. that is, that's the practice. That's what you're doing. And that's why you're doing it daily. Yep. And it, it's important to state that you hate this. Oh, I absolutely you don't enjoy despise it. it. <laughs> exactly. So those are my takeaways. And I know I'm I'm long-winded, so I apologize. Actually, yeah, no, great. I don't. That's the whole, <laughs> I'm not sorry. That's why you have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I like talking, motherfucker. Uh, so all in all, I think episode seven overall is one of my favorites, and it's fantastic, and I hope everybody else enjoys it as much as... I did, and I know you did. I couldn't have said it better myself. Well, you know what? I think just for the the sake of wrapping up, and in case if we don't get a chance, we gotta give a big on the air hug to uh, to Caroline. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she brought this whole thing back, and I think um, for We're right gonna... now, I'm, I think I'm just gonna say like, you know. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we had gotten kind of just lazy, and, um, you know, we didn't know what we were going to do with Road Rants, and uh, Caroline came up to us, and she was like, I, and this was like a week ago, or a couple days ago, like three days ago, and was like, so excited about this the episodes. 
Oh, okay, whatever. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a blessing in disguise. She's an angel, and we're going to have her on at some point. Yeah. Not as an interview or anything, just to hang out and talk shit like we're doing right now. Because she is hilarious. Shooting the breeze, as it were. Shooting the breeze, as it were. What does as it were even mean? I don't know, man. I mean, if you think about it, as it were. As it was? As it as is? As it was? As it were. I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't know. Sounds interesting. Maybe we can look it up and find out what the uh, the origin is. I'll do that shit. You just chug that bubbly? Like half of it, maybe. That shit's pretty good. It's really good. Yeah. It's good. Hey, if you made it this far, thanks for listening. Road Rants is an ongoing conversation by Jake and Freddie, with new episodes each week. You can holler at your homeboys on Instagram at Road Rants Podcast, tweet them at Road Rants Pod, or you can visit their website, RoadRantsPodcast.com, where you can join the conversation, view show notes, and check out behind-the-scenes footage. If you're picking up what they're putting down, tell someone. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review Road Rants on Apple Podcasts. And in the meantime, just chill till the next episode.